0: How do women of color unapologetically become themselves, turn their broken pieces into a masterpiece, heal their broken inner little girl, and become the change they deserve? Listen to this podcast to get all the details and more. Hey, 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 it's Vena Deere, your favorite life coach and founder of Brown Girls Heal Movement. Thank you so much for tuning in in today's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to have confidence on social media. Listen, confidence in the real world is already an everyday fight, a battle that you have to put the work in. But confidence on social media, on top of that, can make things a little bit tricky. So I just wanted to give you guys the tools to actually have confidence on social media that I have used in my life and I still use to check myself sometimes. So hopefully it'll help you. First things first, can we acknowledge what social media is? I mean, okay, it's a platform that people use, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Snapchat, whether it was MySpace, Tinder. And listen, let me throw all the way back. Don't act like you didn't have a tag account, okay? (laughs) Facebook, all these social media platforms that allow you to express yourself freely, whether it be through words, pictures, videos, reels, snippets. It allows people to get a snippet of your life, of your perspective, of what you do, of your way of thinking. But that's just it. It is a snippet. It's not the full picture. It is a partial picture. Let me break it down to you. I am... For those of you who don't know, Brown Girls Heal Movement is a space for women of color to unapologetically be themselves, express themselves freely without being labeled the angry black woman, turn their broken pieces into a masterpiece, but most importantly, heal their inner little girl. So we work with women who are ready to say yes to themselves and become the change they deserve. And one of the ways that we do that is through our tours. So we had a tour in New York last year. Amazing, amazing. And the video that you will see on our Instagram is breathtaking. leaves you speechless and might even leave you a little bit emotional. You get a sneak peek of what transpired during the brunch, what transpired before the brunch, the results of the tour. That is what you get a sneak peek of. But what you will not see Is me changing my shoes right before? Or how long it took for the food to come? Or us having to send the food back? or You don't see all of those things. You see what I want you to see. You see what I want you to see that makes you want to come to our tour. That is what you're going to see. And that's how it is for a lot of us. You see what we want you to see. You don't get the entire picture. There's edits that are involved. There are lots... (laughs) You have edits that takes into making these videos. You have, mm, listen, there's a lot that comes into making videos to present to other people beyond edits. It takes time. It takes a lot of footage. It takes deciphering what's best, what's not. It takes understanding what your audience wants to see and hear and what they don't. And that applies whether you're creating a video to post, whether you're creating a picture to take to post, whether you're expressing your opinion, whatever the case may be, you're gonna pick out what's best and post that on social media. There is no way in the world that I am going to post on social media, right now, my belly roll, cause that's not what's best and that's not what I want you to see. But hold up, when I get this six pack though, You might just get pictures of nothing but stomach, 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 abs, abs, abs. Because I'm allowing you to see what I want you to see. And that's what you have to understand about social media. You will never get the entire picture. You will only get what's in the frame. I mean, let's be real. On Instagram, you can only post a, what, ten by, 1080 by 1080 Instagram posts. So if your picture is a 1920 by 1080, you're only going to get some of it. So you still won't get the full picture. And that's how it works. You're never going to get the full picture. And as long as you are looking at things on social media and taking it for the full picture, you will always feel inadequate when you compare it to yourself. Our lack of confidence within social media comes when we think that someone else's accolades, someone else's accomplishments, where someone else is in their journey is our guideline. No, ma'am. And not at all. Just because I wake up at 3 a.m. doesn't mean that you need to do it. And it does not mean that you're inadequate because you don't wake up at 3 and you wake up at 8 o'clock. No, this is what works for me. But that's the problem. We like to do... Compare. Why? Comparison comes when you already feel a lack of inadequacy within yourself. So, when you're on social media, you naturally compare because you feel inadequate. And you feel that something that you see on social media is supposed to fulfill you or it might fulfill you, but understand that that's only temporary. You get temporary motivation, but unless you do the work, it will not last and you'll be right back. Excuse me, where you started. Some of us get on social media and we see, oh, this person bought a house or this person went on vacation or this person got this for Valentine's Day and this got this. And then you look at yourself and like, well, I didn't do this or I didn't get this. Take, for instance, someone gets house, which is one of the biggest accomplishments that we are seeing left and right right now, especially within the millennials. Okay, shout out to y'all. I'm next, honey, okay? But seriously, when you see that, you then look at yourself and say, oh, okay, well maybe I'm in an apartment or maybe I'm living at my parents' house. What do I need to do to achieve this house? And how do I get this? And uh, I wish I was there and maybe I should do this. And so you begin to overwork yourself and you begin to create a process that's not destined for you because you want what someone else has, not realizing that what someone else has is not for you. You may want a house and that is great, but remember what I told you in the beginning, you're only getting what I want you to see. You may get me taking a picture of You don't get that maybe I had to get a loan from my parents or maybe my credit was shot. And so it's not my name on the lease. It's someone else's. But hey, you know, it's my keys now. Or maybe you may see it's really my house. I really did all the work, but you don't know what it took behind it. You don't know the sleepless nights. You don't know how many bank statements I had to provide. You don't know how many times the houses I wanted, I got denied. You don't know that. But what you do know is I have a house. So you say you want that house. But I'm going to be real with you, a lot of the things that you say that you want, you don't really want. You want it because someone else has it. You want it because it looks good. You want it because you think it, it might fulfill a void. You want it because society tells you to have it, but you don't really want it. How do you know if you really want something because it's within your core, or if you want something because of what you see? The way to determine if you really want something is to to say yes to the work that it takes. Okay, we're talking about a house, right? In order to have a house, you need a credit score. That is good. You need at least about a 620 and above to really get a house. Your girl got the the real estate license in Cali, so I'm gonna give you a little bit of tools. But (laughs) you also need to have steady income You need a savings account so that lets us know that you are reliable with your money and you don't just spend everything that you get. Because if your debt to income ratio is not at that good 30%, honey, I can't lend you anything. No bank will lend you anything or you won't even be qualified for the home. So that's some of the process. Some, not even all of the process that it takes to get ready for a house, to purchase a house. What you want are the keys, but are you willing to stop spending your money on miscellaneous things that don't add value to your life just so you can have it? Are you ready to actually invest in a credit card? And I say invest and not buy because a credit card should be an investment and actually pay it on time and not overspend because you feel a little ugh and I just wanna go shopping. Are you really ready to do those things? Are you really ready to actually start paying on your student loan so you can reduce your debt? Are you ready to actually put things to the savings and stop spending money on, oh, this, you know, I'm hungry. I'm just going to eat my money away. And listen, that shot was mainly towards me because your girl loves to eat. But are you going to eat your money away or are you going to save? How much uh, out of your paycheck are you saving? Are you saving 10% and spending the rest? Are you saving 20% and spending the rest? What are you doing? If you can't commit to doing those things, then since you don't want the house. You want the recognition. And that is the difference. Someone will say, oh, we want the body. You do? You do? Why do I feel like I'm trying to help y'all, but I'm preaching to myself, okay? <laughs> you want the body, but you don't want to do the work. To have the body that you desire requires you to work out maybe two times a day, one time a day, but mm, you know, you don't really want to do that. The body that you desire requires you to limit your fried foods and the grease, but you don't want to do that. Do you really want the body? No, you don't. Until you can say yes to the process, then you don't want the outcome. And that's the thing. Social media is a reflection of the outcome. And so we want people's outcome without doing the work. We want to have the recognition. We want to f- have fulfillment. We want to have joy and we want to have happiness. And we think that's achieved by having what we see was on social media. That's why so many of us have Birkin bags with nothing in it. Cause when you look on social media, it's been glorified. And if you ain't got a Birkin this and Birkin that baby, let's be real. I can't even spell Birkin. Okay. For real. I can, not but you know what I can spell good credit score. You know what I can spell? A good mom. You know what I can spell? Money in a bank account. I don't need a Barking to fulfill me. I don't need a Barking to keep up with the Joneses and posts on social media so people can then validate me. <laughs> no, I don't need that. Listen, let me throw back before in Atlanta y'all. It- For those of y'all who don't know, your girl is from Atlanta, A-Town, baby, 404. But this is a classic. Everybody from Atlanta knows about this spot on old Nat. I'm talking about the good old discount mall. You can get your fake Gucci. You can get your fake coach or what we used to call catch up. You can get fake any designer that you want, honey. And baby, you can't tell me. (laughs) Listen, I thought I was the bomb.com. I was at the discount mall all the time. Because I have to put on a facade like I had it. Usually when you're putting on a facade, it's because you don't have something. So you have to portray to others that you do. Because maybe if others believe you, it'll make you believe too. And so, yeah, I got this ugh, horrendous picture that I got this Gucci purse. It's not real. Duck lips wrist out, and I was posing, trying to poke out the little booty I had. Because what I wanted you to know is, boo, I had it together. Can't okay, nobody, but I'm a bad b, because that's when we was like, bad bish, okay? I wanted you to know I was a bad bish. I had a whole gang, PPB, pretty peg bish. I wanted you to know that's who I was. So in order for you to know that, I had to put on this facade. But what you didn't see is that, that Gucci purse, that fake Gucci baby, child, it was all tore up in the bottom. Want nothing in there at all. Because let's be clear, this was high school days. How am I a bad bitch? I don't even pay my own bills, have a job, nothing, okay? But the image, you would have thought that. So when I posted it on MySpace, you was like, ooh, oh, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm, I want to be like that. Yeah, come get this. Good your powers, toe up from the flow up on the inside. I can't even put nothing in there but a cell phone and some lip gloss, and that was it. Oh, but baby, you're going to see it, and you're going to respect me, and you're going to know who I am. That has not stopped. Whether it's through the discount mall, on or, or it's on social media, that is what we do. We give people a snippet of what we want them to see, of what we feel is the best parts of us. Not realizing that all of us is what makes us great. Not some of us. So sometimes when you're only seeing a snippet of things on Instagram a snippet of people's life, there's a whole more behind the scenes that isn't as glorified or isn't as great at all. Let me tell you something. How you do anything is how you do everything. So for the women, and I ain't talking bad about you, but I just want people to understand that are posting the silhouette challenge. It's bigger than, oh, it's my body. I can do what I want you can, but it also comes from you need that attention. You want you want the likes. You want the comments. It makes you feel good. Like, oh, okay, I'm somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel that. But what you see on Instagram is dang they got a nice body. Ooh, they're doing the silhouette challenge. Ooh, they can dance. Ooh, that's cool. I want to try it. Mm-hmm. But what you don't see is how they feel inadequate and in doing that, that challenge and posting it. They do it the same behind the scenes. That's why they're in relationships that ain't good for them. That's why they're settling. That's why some of them, when they get in relationships, they're always with a new person, a new person, and a new person. Because they're never fulfilled. And they are given that responsibility to be fulfilled to other people through relationships. But all you got off that social media post was let me go do it too. Nine times out of 10, y'all let me go do it too. Either stands from because you are just like that person behind the scenes. Or two, you don't even feel good enough yourself. So you feel like maybe if you do what someone else is doing, then they'll value you like they're being valued. But can we be honest? Likes, comments, retweets, shares, all of that does not decide your value. I think that we put so much on social media that we allow it to decide our value. Let me not even get into, um... I'm not even gonna go that route. I'm not gonna go that right. Social media influencer though, we put so much weight behind that title that it makes us feel that we have to post even when we feel empty we have to put on a facade we have to act like we have it all together do you know that there are so many social media influencers that behind the scenes all they do is cry because they don't want to do it anymore but if they don't do it they don't even know who they are so they spend majority of their time trying to find their identity through other people they need other people to say, oh, I like this. Oh, yes, I'm going to repost this. Oh, comment this. For them to feel like they are someone. But you don't see that on social media. All you see is the outcome. And you assume that because the outcome looks good, because the outcome doesn't look like yours, that it's better. So you must have that. No, ma'am. No, not at all. Not happening. It's not going to happen. I'll give you another example. If I'm going to do a tour of my office, which I do often, honey, my office is going to be clean, spotless. You're going to be like, oh, that is so cute. And maybe I should do this and maybe I should do that. But maybe on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when I'm not recording my office, honey, you may see clothes everywhere. For when I do my batch recordings, you may see papers everywhere. It's not going to be as organized as what you see on social media. But when you do see it, you like it. When you do see it, you get inspiration. When you do see it, you may want to copy. But that's the problem. We not copying around here. And that's what we're doing. We like copy-paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Copy-paste. Copy, paste. If everybody copy and paste, where's the original? How can you do that? That is the reason why when you look, especially in Atlanta, some of and the women look just alike. Body shape, lips, makeup, hair, they look just alike. Because when I get on social media, I see one person who looks like this, so I want to look like this, and I see you, and I want to look like you, and look like you, and look like you, and next thing I know, we all look like plastic Barbies. But we're cute though, because society and social media tells us this is the way we should look. So when we take our pictures, oh, it looks great. Our body looks great. So now what we're saying, are, oh, this person is goals. Or when you want to get your hair done, I want my hair done like this person. Or when you want to get your makeup done, I want it like this person. Because that's all you see on social media. So you assume that what's on social media is the guideline, is the answer, and is the way the, of living to do things. But I'll be real with you, and I know this for a fact because of people or some of my clients that I deal with, that some of those women that you see on social media with the bodies, with the makeup, with the part for hair, where everything looks perfect and intact, they are not happy. They regret getting their body done. They regret having to always have the light and always having to look perfect. Some of them have to deal with bad skin under all of that makeup. But they have to keep doing it because they have to look a certain way. Because if they don't look a certain way, you won't like it. So part of the problem why we have lack of confidence on social media is because of you. You validate it. You say it's okay every time you like it. Yes, sis. Okay, boo. This is it. Yes. Twins. Oh, this is my next look. Body goes. Relationship goes. Really? Really? That is the reason why so many couples that are glorified through, through other platforms, you find out weeks later or years later, they no longer work. So what you once glorified and thought was your relationship goal, now you know it's not. It's not. But you didn't know that because where did you get? A snippet. You got what they wanted you to see. You didn't get the argument before the recording. You didn't get the cheating behind the scenes. What you got was the perfect family picture the perfect image the perfect couple that's not the case having confidence on social media makes it requires you to understand that this is not all real it's not it's not it's the reason why you see on the shade room sometimes um what i asked for versus what i got because you saw something on social media And you thought that was good for you. So you went there and then you got something that wasn't what it is. That's the reality of social media. What you see is not always what it is. And you have to understand that. In order to have confidence on social media, it one requires you to have confidence within yourself. If you don't have confidence within yourself, social media is your devil. Social media will be the reason why you never feel good enough. Social media will be the reason why you compare. Social media will be the reason why you change your God-given purpose to align with something else. There's a reason why there's an influx of lash texts and half of them don't, aren't even doing it anymore. Because social media influenced them to believe that that was their calling. Because they didn't have the confidence or the foundation within to know who they are to understand their calling. So they allowed social media to tell them who they are. How many of us are doing that? If it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't even know who we are. How many of us can stand true and post, if you have a business, post your business over and over without the likes? Maybe you only get two likes, or maybe when you go on live, you only get one view, or maybe you get 300, but when you look at your friend across the street doing the same thing that you're doing, they get five thousand and two thousand and three thousand, 5,000 and 2,000 and 3,000, but you only got one. Can you still keep going? If your answer is no, then baby, that's not for you. It's what social media told you was for you. That's not it. Confidence is knowing that no matter what situation you're placed in, no matter who's in front of you, no matter your environment, no matter what you go through, you stand true to who you are. And you cannot stand true to who you are if you don't even know who you are. That is why, number one, you definitely need to be in BGH Gang Therapy on the go. Because this membership teaches you how to put the you in value. So if you're not already on the wait list for that, you need to go ahead and click the link below so you can get on that wait list. Because as long as you don't even know who you are, you will always give the power to other people, to other things, to other platforms to dictate who you are and where you're going to be in your life. I don't know about you, sis. I'm not trying to live like that. I don't need no one to tell me who I am if it ain't God. I don't need no one to tell me where I'm going if it ain't God. I don't need no one telling me what I can and cannot post it, what I can and cannot do if it ain't God. I don't need my validation. I don't need my fulfillment from social media. If I have to get it from social media, that means I ain't got it to begin with and I need a break. Social media, and I'm just going to be completely Transparent. When I was broken, when I was acting out of my broken little girl. I personally use social media as a distraction. I didn't want to deal with the fact that I felt empty. I didn't want to deal with the fact that I had daddy issues. I didn't want to deal with the fact that oh my god, everybody thinks I'm so pretty, but I felt so ugly on the inside. I didn't want to deal with it. So what I did was I used social media as my distraction. But what I didn't realize that I was doing subconsciously was creating goals, standards, and guidelines through social media. The very people that I liked or admired, I began to idolize them. And there's a difference between admiring someone and idolizing. Admiring someone is giving them their flowers while they're alive. I appreciate what you do. I value what you do. You're amazing. Idolizes is somehow thinking that you should be them or become them or be just like them. And that is a dangerous territory. And you grow dipped and dabbed in that territory because I felt like what I had to offer, who I was as an individual was not valuable. And I felt like some of the people that I saw on social media added more value. And I'll be honest. I felt like that until I met people that I idolized and realized, oh my goodness, this is the snippet on Instagram. You're kidding me. Wow. I'm just as good as you. You're not better. I'm not less than you're not less than we're great together. We're equal. So, why do I put you on a pedestal and validate you and idolize you as if I'm not capable of achieving things myself? So you know what you do when you have when you find yourself on social media and you see people like that you want to follow them for your mental. You don't follow them for your peace. You don't follow them for your sanity. Because as long as you are following people that you idolize and not admire, but people that you idolize, you will never have the chance to be yourself. Because you will spend too much time trying to be like them. The way that they move. The way that they do things. You think that their way is for you. No. That's not the case at all. Now don't get me wrong. Social media can actually be used to help you, to expand you, to make you grow, to leave your comfort zone. But it cannot happen if you don't have the foundation. And that's what I want so many of you to understand. If your foundation is weak, baby, you need a social media cleanse to rebuild your foundation. (laughs) Listen. When I was on the BGH tour in New York, we went to um, an amazing restaurant called Soho. Somo Soho, yes. And they have this beautiful walkway. It is amazing. It lights up. The flowers are everywhere. So everyone wants to take pictures there. And I remember this girl, she came up. Honey, she had this purse. She pulled out this... Big light ring stand, just changed her outfit, took pictures, posted on Instagram, packed up and left. I was standing there in amazement. I have never seen the work, the effort, the facade just to take a picture and post on social media. And baby, the picture was amazing. After the edits, because I saw the real deal. And that's what we do. We get our light ring out. I got mine out right now. (laughs) We get our light ring out so everything's in place. We change our outfit so everything's in place. We get the perfect picture and put the edits on it so everything's in place. Why do you think Instagram has filters? So everything can be in place. So it comes out perfect. Nothing in life is perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. No one is perfect. We all have flaws. We all face some sort of insecurities. But that topic is for another day. But I guarantee you, when you get on social media, is what I want you to see. What other people post on social media is what I want you to see. What would you post on social media today? Would it be a snippet or would it be the real thing? Nine times out of ten is a snippet. Because the real thing, the whole picture might not be as good as, it, as we would like it to be. And that is okay, though. It is okay to admit and be like, you know what? I don't have it together. I don't have some of the goals that I want that I see other people have on social media. But that's Okay. I have a whole process on how to actually take what you see off social media and put it into your real life. Walk with me. I'm going to do it real quick. But if you're on the email list, you're definitely going to get this template. First things first, go through Instagram and write all the things that you see that other people have or are posting that you like, want, admire, idolize. And this is just between you. So you don't even have to lie about it. If you're scrolling and you see a nice six-pack, okay, I like her body. Next, I'm scrolling. Okay, they got a house. Next, oh, you got a bin. Okay? Be honest with yourself. And once you identify what you want, now you have to go through the process of identifying what it takes to have that. So, for example, um, we've done the house. We've done the body. Oh, let's do a family. A lot of women want love. Let's do love. Let's do love. Every woman on this earth wants love, a significant other. So you see a lot of couples and you write, okay, I want a significant other. What does it take to have that? Mm, Let's be honest. First things first, before you get into any relationship, it takes you being whole. You know the saying, what do you bring to the table? Listen, if your response is I bring the table, a a whole nother table, chairs, silverware plates, baby, then you'll need it. If you can't add value to a relationship, you don't need to be in one. So what does it take? It takes understanding who you are. It takes breaking down um, your broken little girl and healing her. It takes forgiving past transgressions. It takes forgiving who you are now to become who you want to be. So once you identify what it takes, you need to put put a deadline on things. If we don't put a deadline on things, it's our way of giving ourselves an excuse not to get it done. No, at that pressure, put that fire under your asses. Get it done. You, you want a relationship? And one of the things it takes is to actually have some healing and break down. Put a deadline on when you're going to enroll in counseling or when you're going to enroll in my life coach course. Put a deadline on this state. This is when I'm doing it. Put a deadline on things. Because if you can't meet your own deadline, if you can't stay committed to yourself, you can't have a relationship and then expect someone else to be committed to you. And that's just keeping it real. So you identify what you want on Instagram. You've then identified what it takes. You also identified your deadline. Now you have to identify how. How are you going to get what you want? You're going to go to counseling, Right. You want a relationship, you're gonna heal. You're gonna read Relationship Goals by Pastor Mike Todd. You're gonna go on dates with yourself. You're gonna learn who you are. Write a list of how you're gonna achieve that. And then once you've done all of that, baby, you gotta answer one question, yes or no. Yes, I really wanna do this or no. And be honest, because some of us can be like, I don't wanna do counseling. Nah, boo, that ain't for me. Mm, I don't even really wanna read no books. That's not for me either. Um, you said spend time with myself, like be by myself alone. No, I need other people around me. I'm not ready for that. I'm going to get there. I'm just not ready. And if you're not ready, then guess what? You don't want it. You don't want it. So when you look on social media and you see those cute couples, don't get envious. Don't feel like, oh, you can't have it. Realize you don't want it. Don't even worry about it. You can have confidence and keep scrolling because you don't want it. Remember, you don't want it. Oh, they got a cute relationship. That's cute. I'm good where I am. I don't want it because I've done the work. I've done the process and I see what it takes and I'm not ready to commit to what it takes. Or sometimes you may say, actually, yes, I do. And yes, I do. So you start to fall in love with the process. So when you scroll down on Instagram, you no longer feel inadequate. You no longer feel the need to compare yourself and be like, oh, one day and maybe this, you know, you. That what you see on Instagram, this picture is, okay, that's a nice picture. And one day I will have my own picture. But this isn't my my guideline. This isn't my go-to. This is nice for you. But now I'm doing the work for me. When you learn to love the process just as much as the outcome, baby, you are good to go. When you're only focused on the outcome, when you're only focused on what's posted, that 10 by 80 picture or that Instagram story, when you're only focused on that, you're going to always be empty. You will never be fulfilled and you will always be at square one because you don't understand the process. You don't appreciate the process. You don't value it. So it says confidence on social media starts with having confidence within yourself confidence on social media takes understanding that what you see is a snippet and not the real picture that what you see is what we allow you to see confidence on social media is knowing that there's a process behind everything that you see a process a process when you see this podcast next week there's a process behind it when you see the perfect ig reels there's a process behind it understand that you have to go through the process to achieve what you want. And if you're not willing to go through the process, then you don't want it. And most importantly, confidence on social media happens when you stop comparing. Where you are in your life right now is a representation of the decisions that you make. If you don't like where you are right now, change your decisions. That is it change the way you operate, change the way you think, change the way that you respond. Social media is a platform to get a snippet of people's life. You want to make sure that your snippet isn't better than your whole picture. This is being a dear, your favorite life coach and founder of Brown Girls Hill Movement. Thank you so much for tuning in in today's podcast.